Well, hello, friends, and welcome to another week uh, filled with, uh, I hope, better news than the last month. Uh, in a speech uh, on Friday delivered from his office in the Kremlin, Vladimir Putin criticized the West's cancel culture, which he charged as canceling Russia. He called an entire thousand-year-old country our people, unquote. It was the third time in recent months Putin has blasted the so-called cancel culture, which is exactly what Trump, Tucker Carlson, and the GOP have been blasting for several years. Uh, Trump said uh, at the Republican National Convention of 2020, quote, the goal of cancel culture is to make decent Americans live in fear of being fired, expelled, shamed, humiliated, and driven from society as we know it. Tucker Carlson, uh, one of Fox News' most prominent personalities, uh, claims that liberals have been trying to cancel everything from Space Jam to the 4th of July. Putin's Fixation on transgender and gay people has also been echoed on the American right. Last fall, months before Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott threatened to criminalize parents who give their transgender children gender-affirming care, Putin argued that teaching children about different gender identities was, quote, on the verge of a crime against humanity. And then there's admiration for Putin himself. Just before uh, Putin ordered a full-scale invasion of Ukraine, Trump deemed him savvy, genius, and smart for taking over a country, as Trump put it, literally a vast, vast location, a great place, a great piece of land with lots of people, and just walking right in, unquote. Tucker Carlson, on his Fox News show, asked rhetorically, I mean, this was a joke, quote, why do I hate Putin so much? Has Putin ever called me a racist? Has he threatened to get me fired for disagreeing with him? But Carlson calls Ukraine a, quote, obedient puppet of the Biden and State Department, even suggesting that Putin's invasion was nothing more than a border dispute. Uh, the lies coming from both Putin and his uh, enablers, if you want to call them, Trump and others in the United States, are mutually, mutually reinforcing. Uh, Carlson's Fox News segments, they show up on Russian propaganda. When the American far-right site InfoWars resurrected an unfounded Russian claim that the United States funded biological weapons labs in Ukraine, well, Putin repeated the InfoWars story. To conclude from all of this, that authoritarians think alike, is to miss a deeper truth. Putin, Trump, Tucker Carlson, and a growing number of right-wing commentators and activists, including the GOP, much of the GOP, have been promoting much the same narrative for much the same reason. Now remember, Putin was put into power by a Russian oligarchy made fabulously rich by siphoning off the wealth of the former Soviet Union. Likewise, Donald Trump and the radical right in America have been bankrolled by an American oligarchy, an American oligarchy, Rupert Murdoch, Charles Koch, Rebecca Mercer, daughter of 
hedge fund tycoon Robert Mercer, Stephen Schwarzman, and so on. Why do these two sets of oligarchs get, or what do they get in return? What they get in return is the strong men uh, diverting the public's attention away from the oligarchs' hijacking of their economies toward cultural fears of being overwhelmed by the other. Putin's MO has been to fuel Russian ethnic pride and nationalism. The Trumpian Fox News radical rights MO has been to fuel white American nationalism. In both cases, you've got strong men and their allies who have mythologized a superior culture replete with creation stories, blood ties, motherlands, and religion that's supposedly endangered by decadent forces intent on attacking and overwhelming it. To Putin, the decadent force is the West. As he put it in his Friday speech, and he's done so before, quote, domestic culture at all times protected the identity of Russia, which accepted all the best and creative but rejected the deceitful and fleeting, that which destroyed continuity of our spiritual values, moral principles, and historical memory, unquote. And herewith, obviously, for Putin, a mythic justification for taking Ukraine back from a seductive but inferior Western culture that threatens to overwhelm it. The Trump Fox News white nationalist narrative is quite similar. America's dominant white Christian culture is, according to this narrative, endangered by black people, immigrants, and coastal elites bent on overwhelming it. The culture war is now being orchestrated by the Republican Party against transsexual people, gay people, poor women seeking abortions, and schools that teach about sex and America's history of racism emerge from the same narrative as Putin's culture war against a so-called decadent West filled with socio-cultural disturbances, as he calls them. As does the rights claim in America that secularists have, in the words of former Trump Attorney General William Barr, mounted, quote, an unremitting assault on religion and traditional values. Reduced to basics, today's oligarchs and strongmen along with their mouthpieces and lackeys, are trying to justify their wealth and power by attacking the liberal values that have shaped the West, beginning with the Enlightenment of the 17th and 18th centuries. And those values, tolerance, openness, democracy, self-government, equal rights, and the rule of law, values that are incompatible with oligarchs and strongmen. Ultimately, the oligarchs and strongmen will lose. Putin won't succeed in subduing Ukraine. Trump won't be re-elected president. And Carlson and his ilk won't persuade Americans to give up on American ideals. But the culture wars won't end anytime soon because so much wealth and power have consolidated at the top of America, Russia, and elsewhere around the world, that anti-liberal forces have risen to justify it. 